Hello, and welcome to the Smart Karma Podcast. I'm Michael Tejos. Every week on the podcast, we share a presentation and discussion from our webinar Wednesdays, when we sit down with Smart Karma insight providers and selected experts from around the world to break down the key topics you care about in Asia's markets. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and so on. If you like what we do, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your chosen podcast app, as this really helps more people discover the show. Thank you for being with us, and enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to another webinar by Smart Karma. I'm Valerie, and today I have the pleasure of welcoming analyst Shafara Samsudin, who will take us through the landscape of HR tech and its investment opportunities. Shafara is a chartered management accountant with more than 10 years of rich experience in investment research and financial analysis. She has worked as an equity analyst for one of the world's largest asset managers with 2.5 trillion USD in AUM, covering numerous sectors including chemicals, retail, tech, autos, telco, real estate, and banks globally. She is experienced in fundamental equity research, industry research, commodity studies, forensic accounting, and due diligence reviews. Before we start, a bit of standard housekeeping. As always, please feel free to send in your questions for Shafara throughout the webinar using the Q&A button on your Zoom app, and we will do our best to get to them during the Q&A section. Please do not reshare the contents of this webinar without expressed permission. A recording will be available afterwards on the registration page and will be sent to all attendees. And with that, Shafara, thank you so much for being with us today. The floor is yours. Thank you, Valerie. Hello, everyone. This is Shifara from Lightstream Research. So I'll be taking you through the HR tech landscape as well as the investment opportunities in the HR tech space. And in addition to that, I will also be discussing two of our top topics in the space. One, a long call and a short call. So moving on to the presentation, first let's take a look at the HR tech market, what are drivers, etc. So HR tech market is a collection of tools and technologies used by HR departments to support their HR functions to integrate people with technology. The HR tech market has been undergoing rapid changes with an increase in the adoption of HR software ecosystem. Conventional human resource tools such as payroll management, staff productivity monitoring, and recruitment have lost their relevance, and firms have been increasingly migrating to state-of-the-art digital HR tools. Areas such as HRMS, recruitment management, performance monitoring and payroll services are seeing rapid digital transformation. And also companies are increasingly adopting statistics and data involving machine learning. As HR tech is becoming popular, it seems likely that new developments such as Web3 can be used together with HR tech going forward. And also the HR tech space is generating huge interest from venture capitalists. COVID-19 has offered unprecedented opportunities for HR tech players. HR tech played a crucial role during the COVID-19 pandemic, which helped organizations allow for remote work and helped improve employee engagement, performance, and their productivity. As we all know, remote work has now become the norm and is now extended to remote recruitment as well. 
So it creates the need for remote screening, remote interviews, and also onboarding employees remotely. AI-enabled human resource platforms, such as those with live work environment, on-demand labor forces, and performance analysis, coupled with cloud-based HR tech software, are expected to see strong demand over the next 18 to 24 months. These are some of the areas that are forecasted to see strong growth. Workforce planning, such as matching talent with supply using forecast. For example, MC Burning Glass is a platform which provides labor market analytics for workforce planning. Secondly, on-demand labor platforms such as Gloat, Hitch, and Fuel50 are offering access to highly skilled labor on demand. And also there will be growing demand for learning and development tools and a platform such as Edcast, Degrid and BetterUp are offering uh, upskilling and also help companies identify candidates for specific roles. Finally, performance management solutions with integrated performance appraisers are also in huge demand and companies such as Lattice and 15.5 will be good candidates offering these kind of services. While businesses are intending to reduce their HR budget this year, more than 90% of the businesses are planning to grow their investment in HR tech space during the year. That shows the magnitude of the demand that will be seen over the next 18 to 24 months. Let's look at some of the key trends in different regions. First, let's look at North America. North America currently dominates the HR tech and cloud HCM solutions markets globally. The growth will be driven by growing use of HCM solutions, that is human capital management solutions in human resource processors, and also rapid advances in AI and IT are also expected to drive this demand. Businesses in North America are trying to create a digital workplace offering flexibility and mobility for human capital. And also they see HCM solutions as a way to reduce their cost related to HRM functions. And also the presence of established players in the North American market, such as Ceridian, Oracle, ADP, and IBM will also partially drive this growth in the North American region. Let's move on to Europe. So Europe uh, increased adoption of HRM and HCM solutions to improve productivity are expected to drive demand in the European region. And also the European Union's talent management strategy in order to reduce overload of staff to focus on individual professional growth also should act as a catalyst for HR tech over the next two to three years. Let's look at uh, APAC next. So APAC region is forecasted to grow faster compared to all other regions globally. China currently holds a dominant position in the APAC region, followed by Japan, India, and South Korea. And China's dominance is expected to continue over the next three to five years. If you look at China, China has a large presence of HR tech companies, established players such as SAP, ADP, automatic data processing, and Cornerstone, that itself shows that there is huge demand for HR tech in the Chinese market. And also organizations in China are extremely focused on talent management, which will uh, create demand for HR tech. 
Let's move on to Japan next. Organizations in Japan are shifting towards digital HR management solutions from their old-fashioned HR management processes. As we all know, Japan has been struggling with low labor productivity and an aging society, which we think are two key drivers of HR tech growth in Japan. Also, South Korea, there has been a large number of HR tech startups in South Korean market, which suggests that there are going to be massive demand for HR tech space in South Korea. We also looked at the Singapore market and the provisions in government, Singapore government's budget for digitalizing HR function, we think will act as a catalyst in the Singapore market. Yeah, that's all from the industry and the landscape. And we are gonna move on to our stock picks. We have Vishanal, which is our long call, and then uh, we will be discussing Recruit, which was our 2022 conviction short. So let's get started with Vishanal. Vishanal is the largest recruiting platform in Japan. Vishanal's core product, BizReach, offers its services to both headhunters and corporates. BizReach differentiates itself by being selective about the candidates whose details are included in their database. BizReach currently has around 1.7 million registered professionals, around 5,500 headhunters, and more than 21,000 cumulative registered companies. BizReach is the Japanese version of eFinancial Careers and offers the largest direct recruiting platform in the country, beating out even industry major recruit. Recruit, as we all know, is one of the largest recruiting uh, companies in Japan, and it also operates a similar platform to Vishnu's BizReach, which is called Career Carver. Though uh, Career Carve is backed by Recruit, it has not yet been able to catch up with BizReach's uh, growth and the large user base. In addition to BizReach, Visional also operates Harmos, which is a cloud-based human capital management software that offers hiring, organizational structures, and timekeeping. So Harmos operates two modules. One is an applicant tracking module, which is related to recruitment, and also another module that is related to talent management and also payroll. We think eventually Harmos could be rolled out as a payroll and accounting software in Japan, similar to those that are offered by companies such as Money Forward and Free. We also think this will be a good attractive growth area for Vishanal going forward, though this uh, space is facing intense competition. So in addition to offering BizReach and Harmos, Vishanal also operates a variety of smaller niche hiring platforms, such as Career Trade, that is targeting uh, 20 year olds, University Networking Platform, IT engineering platform, and also other incubation businesses such as logistics. So if you look at Vishnu's business model, the company generates a fee from candidates uh, in order for them to gain a premium status on the company's platform. Vishnu also charges a free fee from hiring companies as well as from headhunters. And the company's uh, direct hires account for about 62% of all job opportunities, while the remaining 38% come from headhunters. Let's move on to 
our investment thesis on Vishana. So uh, we expect BizReach to remain the market leader in its niche. And we think BizReach's fundamentals and operating matrices are solid enough to threaten records market dominance. As we mentioned earlier, BizReach has around 5,500 headhunters, whereas Recruit's uh, career cover has only around 2,500 headhunters on its platform. And also, uh, we previously raised concerns over slowdown in top-line growth for Visionar. However, the company reported its earnings over the last two quarters, which has almost reversed our concerns because the company reported strong top-line growth, which exceeded more than 40% year-over-year over the last two quarters. This uh, suggests that there is continued strong demand for professionals in Japan and also rebound demand post COVID-19 also has been strong in Japan. Vishna generates gross margins which have remained in the high 18s. For the recent quarter, the company reported a gross profit margin of about 87%. However, we also would like to highlight that the company's operating margins would continue to fluctuate as Harmos has not yet been able to generate any operating profits. That being said, uh, Vishanal's uh, margins are still superior to Recruit's high teens and at the same time, it is still superior versus Recruit's uh, HR tech uh, segment's uh, margins which are in the low 20s. Now let's look at the valuation multiples of Vishanal. Visional is currently trading at a FY2 EV2 revenue of 4.4 times. The company's valuation multiple has dropped since January 2, 2022 from around eight times as market became concerned over falling top line growth. However, as I mentioned before, over the last two months, the multiple has moved up slightly with the company reporting strong earnings, erasing our concerns over top line growth. If you look at the chart, Vishnal has previously traded at much at much higher valuation multiples of around eight times. And uh, though the company's uh, valuation multiple has declined, revenue expectations have rem remained intact. So we think there is further room for Vishnal's multiples to expand. Let's move on to our next topic, that is recruit holdings. So as I mentioned before, Recruit was our 2022 conviction short. Recruit share price is already down more than 40% year to date, and we think there is further downside. Let's go through the company's business. So similar to Visional, Recruit also offers an online recruitment platform and staffing services in Japan and globally. The company offers staffing services executive search, online recruitment services in Japan and through its subsidiaries in overseas markets. The company is the largest staffing firm in Japan and is also a leading marketing media company. Recruit operates across three business segments, HR tech, matching and solutions, which was previously known as matching and marketing media and solutions and staffing. So if you look at the HR technology segment, the segment offers cutting edge technological solutions that helps job seekers and employers navigate hiring and recruitment. The segment operates Indeed and Glassdoor, 
which were acquired in 2012 and 2018 respectively. The next segment is matching and solutions, which was previously known as media and solutions. And the segment offers marketing solutions and HR solutions. The marketing solution segment operates an online advertising platform for businesses in various industries such as housing, marriage, beauty, and travel. On the other hand, the HR solutions business operates a media platform that publish information about jobs and openings. And finally, staffing. Staffing is the largest uh, business segment which generates a majority of recruits revenues and the segment offers temporary staffing services in Japan, North America, Europe and Australia. As I mentioned before, staffing is the major revenue contributor for recruit. However, its uh, contribution for profits have been low where it generates a EBITDA margin in the range of 8 to 10 percent. So staffing is the largest uh, revenue generator for recruit followed by HR tech and media solutions. Moving on to the investment thesis. So we expect recruits earnings to normalize with recruitment markets returning to normalcy. So the HR tech segment saw a strong recovery post COVID-19 as there was increased competition for talent on companies, both Indeed and Glassdoor platforms. There has been an increase in the hiring activity on the platform. However, the job seekers looking for work has been re relatively low compared to the hiring demand. Because of this imbalance in the labor markets created by the surge in hiring demand versus limited supply of job seekers, recruits auction-based pricing model helped the segment realize higher EBITDA margins where charges on a pay-for-performance basis. However, with the recruitment markets improving and returning to normalcy post-COVID, the current imbalance is easing off and the markets, as I said before, are returning to normalcy. And in addition to that, recruitment markets are facing challenges globally with the economic downturns and the US job opening also has been on a declining trend over the last two to three months. Recruit itself has mentioned that it has been seeing lower job postings on its uh, Indeed website. On the margin side, we expect adjusted EBITDA margins to decline. As markets returning to normalcy, we expect the margins to uh, get back to uh, pre-COVID levels over the next three to four quarters. And also the company has been investing uh, on product development and headcount for its uh, HR technology business, staffing, as well as for media and solution segment. So we expect this uh, investment in these uh, areas also impact the company's margins going forward. And we expect recruits adjusted EBITDA margins to remain under stress over the next three to four quarters. So moving on to the valuation, recruit is currently trading at a FY2 EV to EBITDA of 10.5 times. And we think there is more room for margins to fall with weakening of the company's earnings. As I mentioned before, recruit was our conviction short for 2022 and the share price is already down around 41% and we think there is further downside. So HR companies that previously offered one single product are now developing more comprehensive offering, making like a large change in the landscape. 
As I mentioned before, remote working has now become the norm. So is the recruitment and talent management. The HR tech market is crowded, but those with greater understanding of the market and those who offer smart solutions are likely to survive. Cloud and AI-based offerings are expected to see strong demand over the next 18 to 24 months. And players who focuses, who has a key focus on enterprise customer needs will have a competitive edge. Having said that, there is also high uncertainty in global markets caused by inflation leading to increases in raw material prices, unstable exchange rates, and fluctuation in financial capitals also could negatively affect the hiring space. So that's all from my presentation. All right. Thank you for the presentation, Shafara. That was very comprehensive. As mentioned before, for audience members, you can now send in your questions for our speaker using the Q&A button on your Zoom app and we can get to them. And perhaps maybe I can start the Q&A session off with a question from our team. So Shafara, you know, as the COVID situation starts to ease and elevate, like you've mentioned in your presentation, do you think this will dampen the growth of HR tech or do you think that this change in terms of the way that people are working will actually boost the way HR tech is growing. Yeah, as I discussed before, Valerie, uh, post-COVID, uh, the almost like all of uh, leading HR tech players, such as now Recruit and Visional, who are operating in Japan, and also we have automatic data processing in North America, Ceridian, almost all of them have seen a strong rebound in their uh, like earnings following COVID-19. However, though uh, we can expect this post-COVID recovery to continue for another two to three quarters, as I mentioned before, remote working has now become a norm and also like uh, recruitment, talent, talent management, everything is done uh, remotely. So there is huge demand for HR tech space alone, like creating a demand for like various like verticals within the HR tech space. So it's not only a COVID-related demand, which we are seeing at the moment. There will be a new demand, which comes from for like uh, tech and like related uh, technologies to do more remote uh, working and like recruitment and talent management. Awesome. Thank you so much. We do have another question that says, your stock picks were both Japanese companies. Do you think that they will take the lead in setting the trends in HR tech development? Yes, uh, I actually picked two uh, Japanese companies because the live stream research, uh, we mainly focus on, focus on the Japanese uh, equity market. But uh, we also looked at, uh, like, uh, if you look at Recruit, Recruit is not just a domestic company. It has operations in North America. It has operations in uh, Europe, uh, Australia, in other APAC markets. So I think by looking at Recruit, it gives like a good uh, perspective on the global market. We also looked at uh, Ceridian and uh, we have also looked at Ceridian and uh, automatic data processing, where like both companies have seen strong demand post COVID-19, but there have been like uh, concerns related to now to take automatic uh, data processing. Uh, the company's uh, strong client retention has been like its key uh, selling point. So, uh, it continues to see like a strong growth and like new demand coming from like new markets and also Ceridian. Uh, I'm sure like most of you are familiar with Ceridian. Ceridian operates with like an acquisition led growth strategy. So the company actually has been like uh, 
marketing and selling its products in like different regions. And we actually see like a lot of demand coming from new markets and also for new product rollups. Thank you so much for that. Okay, we have another question that says, what aspect of HR tech do you foresee to grow or be in demand? For example, employee engagement, time management, payroll management. Yes, uh, like uh, I mentioned before in my presentation, so we actually expect uh, payroll and all this has been there like uh, for more than a decade now like uh, companies used to adopt like payroll management and softwares to uh, like outsourcing a payroll function. And also they have like uh, employed software to conduct their payroll function. But with uh, COVID and people working remotely, we see more demand coming for like workforce planning. And also uh, as cost cutting has become now a priority for most of the companies, we think on-demand labor force platforms that offer like uh, access to highly skilled labor on demand. So we think uh, that will also be like a growth area going forward. And also performance analysis will be like a key uh, growth area going forward. Awesome. Do you have another question that says, can you share more about what sorts of development you foresee to happen as AI and machine learning begins to become more integrated? Do you think it will you know, develop a certain area of HR tech more than another? Yeah, so as I was talking before, uh, AI has already been like uh, used in different uh, HR tech uh, segments such as workforce planning, on-demand labor force. Mm -hmm. I think that will be like the trend going forward, AI-enabled mm -hmm. human resource platforms where it offers like live working environment, like a labor force, like a planning uh, workforce. So we think those will be like uh, growth areas going forward under AI. Amazing. Okay, maybe I can just wrap this session up with one last question that we have that says, what do you think is the key thing that investors should look out for when they are looking into HR tech companies? Yes. So as I said uh, before, I think investors should look at companies that offer like more comprehensive offerings, like I said before, like state-of-the-art offerings, rather mm -hmm. than those though provide like very uh, either one single product or like more conventional HR tech, such as like payroll management, uh, like job postings, etc. And also uh, players we, who focuses on enterprise customers, I think they will have a competitive edge. Companies such as like uh, Ceridian, they have like a good focus on uh, uh, enterprise customers. So I think uh, we should keep an eye on companies that has like a good focus on enterprise customer needs and also those who have integrated cloud and AI into their offerings. We think those companies also will do well going forward. Amazing. Thank you so much, Shifara. And that will be our last question for today. That's our webinar. Thank you so much for your time, for everyone for attending today. If you wish to keep track of Shifara's work, I recommend following her profile on Smart Karma so you never miss any of her insights. Please note that Shafara is also available for bespoke research requests or premium services. So if you wish to engage her for that, please contact your Smart Karma account manager. If you have any other questions or comments, please email us at research at smartkarma.com. Thank you, everyone, once again, for all of your questions and for attending today. Shafara, thank you so much for spending your evening with us. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye.
That's it for this week. If you like this episode, please share it with your networks. Subscribe to the podcast feed so you don't miss an episode, and follow Smart Karma on your social media. We're Smart Karma everywhere. And of course, don't forget to visit smartkarma.com for truly independent, differentiated investment research. As always, thank you very much for listening, and see you next time.